Well, hello, race fans. Welcome to a new edition of This Week in Karting. It's episode number 37, August the 24th, 2021. My name's Rob Howden, and we'll be joined, of course, by David Cole, our managing editor at eCartingNews.com. For those of you who may not tune into one of our This Week in Karting uh, podcasts, really our opportunity to take all the news and info that got its way to the homepage on eCarting News, tidy it all up, package it in this podcast, perfect for your morning or afternoon commute, or if you're in the garage working on the cart, heading to the track, whatever it may be, great way to get up to speed on everything that's happening in the sport of karting here in North America. This edition of This Weekend Karting is presented by Briggs Racing. Briggs and Stratton is powering Operation Grassroots around the world. No other engine manufacturer is getting new and returning drivers to the kart track like the Briggs 206. The -the out-of-the-box performance of the Briggs 206 provides the most fun, excitement, and reliability of any karting engine on the global market. Learn more about the 206 engine and the history behind Briggs & Stratton's century-long commitment to motorsports at www.briggsracing.com. Briggs & Stratton Racing, what powers you? A little burble there, David, at the start. (laughs) I feel like I haven't done one one of these for a while. Do you need to get down on the needles on the carburetor and just a little bit? That's it. I think I'm a little lean right now. To be honest, I I got my first coffee in my hand right now. It's uh, it's only, it's 10.10 here in uh, California time, so... Uh, a quick little uh, stop over here in Cali and then off to the next event at New Jersey for the road to Indy. Of course, you've got more events coming up up, up this coming week, what, week and a half away to Rock Island. But uh, yeah, let me get this coffee meal, dial myself in. Well, you know, I just had lunch, had some tacos, so uh, I'm all nice. fired up, as they say, ready to go and uh, and talk about, you know, a lot of the news that came in. Again, summertime, not much is going on in terms of breaking news, but getting, you know, starting to look beyond the December 2021 calendar. That's it, right? That's uh, the big thing. And kind of looking that way and and just little things here and there that are are popping up for the end of the year as well. That was like this past week. Everything I saw this past week was 2022. <laughs> you know, yeah, and there's more coming. We, yeah. you know, we have more uh, more information coming. We're talking to a couple other programs that are 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 sorting out some of their uh their d their dates or or locations for for the upcoming season or the next season. So uh yeah, a lot of uh, intriguing uh, dates and announcements being made. Andy, let's kick things off first and foremost with the Supercarts USA crew announcing their 2022 dates for both their Winter Series and the Scusa Pro Tour. Uh, Winter Series is going to be January 7th, uh, 8th and 9th, and February 11th, 12th, and 13th. So essentially that second week, a uh, weekend of both uh, months, although January 7th and the 9th, almost the first week uh, of the of the year. Uh, Winter Series, David, but they did not come out and actually say straight up that they're, they're going back to Homestead. I have to believe that's where they're going to go, but... Uh, no confirmation on that with the press release. Yeah, I, I'm thinking with the the just the dates, that's kind of leaving the door open for the opportunities to to kind of uh, see what's out there, see yeah. what's possible. Um, you know, uh, you know, Homestead's been the home for the series for the last since it began, really. Uh, aside from the first, I think year where it went to Ocala as well, but um, yeah, I. I you know, I, you know, you, you hear a lot of different viewpoints, you know, it is good to be just situated in the state of Florida, uh, at one racetrack, you have the opportunities to do two different layouts for the two different events. So I think that kind of helps, but I think that it, it's good to kind of review different options, uh, out there for, for the winter series, because if you keep doing the same thing over and over again, it, it, you know, it, it kind of, it, it gets tiresome. 
Yeah, and there's a reason for it, right? The Winter Series is all about drivers in the IAMI program getting a chance to get out of the gates in January and February. Um, you know, a lot of, well, obviously, Super Nats is moving to December this year. In years past, it's been November, so guys have been off, not really racing at all for about six weeks. A lot of drivers, potentially those up north, you know, if they don't go to the Super Nats, you haven't driven uh, for three, maybe two, three months. So good to have an opportunity to get this going, kind of like the preseason kind of a deal, spring training, if you will, for the Winter Series. Uh, again, that uh, program actually happened, started back in the Scusa. It was a Scusa Florida Winter Tour. I remember going to the second ever event. I think it was 1999 uh, was when they when Scusa first got themselves down there and, and got things rolling uh, with Jim Murley and the crew. Bill Wright later took over the Scusa program. It's been going for quite a lot of time. Uh, Pro Tour coming out as well, David. And those the dates significantly different. That was kind of the shakeup for me when I saw what dates were coming out. Same events, obviously. Same venues as well. So, so both uh, event name. Uh, and uh, venue consistency. Uh, Winter Nats, the, the, the Winter Nationals back to NOLA Motorsports. Uh, Spring Nationals heading back to Utah Motorsports Campus. And, and as we have for the last many years, capping things off at the Summer Nationals at New, Newcastle Motorsports Park. But it was normally first weekend of March, first weekend of May, and then really the first weekend or second weekend of August. Everything changing, David, this time. April 1st, 2nd, 3rd. First weekend of April now for the Winter Nationals. Yeah, making it a little bit later. Uh, I think that kind of helps give teams a little bit of a break. Yeah, uh, March seems to be a busy month. It was in 2021 for sure. Uh, you know, we were split uh, one weekend. Plus, I was at another race, so I was gone at least two weekends. You were gone, I all believe, of them. two weekends as well, too. <laughs> yeah. So I was gone all of them with my road um, stuff too. <laughs> so you know, I think I think that helps in terms of getting everybody to kind of recharge. Yeah, uh, with, you know, with that gap between the the end of the winter series and the beginning of the pro tour, so that kind of helps that. Um, it is a, a unique uh, weekend or week, yeah, a weekend because first of April, you're thinking I'm thinking NCA March Madness. Um, you know, so hopefully, um, you know. The the uh, the tournament doesn't go to uh, New Orleans anytime soon <laughs> if uh, <laughs> if we continue with the Winter Nationals because that'll that'll be a, a bit of a chaotic uh, weekend to try and get hotel rooms and stuff like that and travel costs and everything like that. But Indeed. it does help, you know. May, I don't know about winter uh, or weather wise. You know, is that is that going to be a positive in terms of uh, conditions for uh, for Winter Nationals at uh, NOLA? Uh, yeah. I'm not sure if that's going to help, but uh, yeah, the and. The spring national is really what threw me off because, yeah, May has been typically the annual month for that, aside from, I believe, the opener in 2010 and Sonoma was in April, but it was I think it was late April almost. So, um, yeah, moving into June, that's that's a unique move or an interesting move for that. Indeed, you uh, you said Utah Motorsports Campus, June 10th, 11th, and 12th this year's Spring Nationals, and capping things off. Summer Nats has always been mid-August, David. Uh, this time, though, the final weekend of July, July 29th, 30, 31, for the, for the Summer Nats. It's kind of bounced back and forth. Uh, if I recall, I want to think the first Summer Nationals at Newcastle was in July. Um, I think just things kind of, they, they moved it to August to kind of help uh, spread some of the events out. I think I'm not quite sure what happens. It's something I haven't really reviewed yet because this is pretty fresh news uh, and haven't looked back at the uh, uh, previous years and dates of, of the event. That's something I'll have to put down in my Excel spreadsheet. Maybe that'll help us. <laughs> there it is. Um, but uh, I think this more line has to do with the Newcastle Motorsports Park itself. Talking with Mike Adams, um, it was 
kids kids are in school uh, when we were at the summer nationals just I know, you know, two crazy weeks ago. Uh, so it's very hard to staff the, uh, the the racetrack because a lot of his workers are either in college or, or in high school. Okay. Um, so it, it kind of helps allow them to, uh, to, to make sure they're staffed and ready to go. But, but then I also think it helps, you know, for those kids that are going into school to be able, it's, it's more of that summery feel, I think in July rather than being in August. Interesting for sure. But there's, there is your lineup folks for the 2022 pro tour, April 1st, 2nd, 3rd winter nationals in NOLA, June 10, 11, 12 Utah motorsports campus. Uh, it's for the spring Nats, summer Nats back to Newcastle, end of July, July 29, 30, 31, uh, East coast drivers getting things lined up as well. David is the United States pro cart series also releasing their 2022 dates, only two venues, Although, let's say this, moving up uh, with the four races, only two venues locked in. Uh, it's going to start uh, March 3rd, 4th, no, really, yeah, 3rd, 4th, 5th, and 6th. But a TBD for both the first two races, David. What are your thoughts uh, on that opening March weekend in, in, in the USPKS? Always, it's been Ocala, right? But Ocala, of course, no longer available, gone. Where did they go? Any thoughts? Yeah, it was it was Ocala. Uh, aside from the COVID year, because we yep. had that event canceled. And then obviously after we were there this past March for the USBKS event, uh, they decided to tear up the racetrack and it is gone. Um, so that kind of helps uh, narrow down the options available in Florida. Um, when you look at the USPKS program and the size that the opener was and the size that the second event at Newcastle and the third event at Road America you have to have a facility that has a paddock. That's it, right? Uh, you look at Orlando that doesn't have a paddock at all. Mm -hmm. I don't. I don't know how that that could work. Jacksonville, no paddock whatsoever there as well. Um, Homestead has a paddock. It, are we going to go all the way down there? Are we going to? You know, is Winter Series going to be two races there, and then USPKS opens up in March there? I I don't know. But uh, the the, re the release said Florida. I, I don't know. Homestead would be the, my only guess if it mm -hmm. is in Florida. Other than that, it could be somewhere else. It could be Enola. It could be, uh, you know, another facility in the South. I mean, I don't, I don't see why we couldn't race that GoPro in March. It's not too bad in, in, in North Carolina. That's true. Um, that's an option. Maybe even Charlotte. You know, Charlotte Motor Speedway and the kart track there. Um, I, I, I don't know. Florida, I would just have to go with Homestead. If, if it's if for sure it's going to be the state of Florida, it's going to be Homestead or a facility that does not have a cart track. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't see I don't personally don't think that they'll that they'll try to do a temporary circuit. Right. I don't see it. They would have to work with another organization or a, a group that has the the manpower and the material. Yeah, to make it happen. everything. Yeah, you're right. Uh, okay, so second event of the 2022 USPKS, April 28th to May the 1st, another TBD, uh, Southwest US. Is that what we're thinking? That is what the release said. And I, again, you're thinking, okay, well, this is going to be something on the other side of the Mississippi River. And that's going to be the first time the series is ever going to go uh, in that direction. So you got to think Texas right off the top of, off the top of your head. Uh, because that's co technically considered Southwest U.S. Am I correct mm -hmm. in that? So, yeah, yeah, I would think. I don't know what facility could hold um, the the size again of the of the event. It's very similar to what a Pro Tour 
uh, paddock would be. And as we're seeing now with the pro tour, it's pretty stuck in, in the facilities it can go to in in being NOLA, Utah and, and Newcastle. So yeah, just for the paddock size, right? I'm not quite sure where, um, you know, I think Amarillo would be, could be a possible location uh, that has the size there. Yeah. There's and, lots of room. And the ability to hold everybody. Um, you know, I, I'd love to go to the Rudolph track, but I just don't think it has the, has the paddock size to, uh, to be able to host the event. Uh, I wonder if there's the a chance to kind of expand a bit there at, at speed sports, because that would be the logical choice. You, I, you would think, right. Speed sports. Yeah. And we, you know, we haven't talked uh, as, as far as I, I know, I, Alan Rudolph hasn't said anything about expanding the facility. So, uh, you know, who knows? Um, Dallas Carding Complex is talking about making changes to their facility, but nothing has broken ground. Yep. So you're looking at what less than, you know, seven months, you know, less than a year to try and uh, turn around and make it ready to go. That's true. Uh, for the end of April, beginning of May, what USPKS has listed. But uh, yeah, Southwestern US is what's listed on the release. And uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens again. Well, that's something we're going to have to <laughs> maybe get Mark Coates on a face to face and get like a little more idea. in depth. There you go. Well, grill him. Uh, well, here, here, so here it is. We'll put him on the hot seat instead. How about that? We, we'll, yeah, I like that. We haven't, <laughs> we haven't done the hot seat show in a while. Um, so TBD for the first two. So March 3rd, 4th, 5th, 6th for round one, April 28th to May 1st, uh, round number two. Round three and four, dates and venues locked. July 7th, 8th, 9th, 10th, Briggs and Stratton Motorplex at Road America, what will, what will be named next year, Briggs and Stratton Motorplex at Road America in Elkhart Lake and September 15th to the 18th. Newcastle Motorsports Park, Newcastle, Indiana. Uh, again, what, six weeks from the end of the Pro Tour, so quite a ways into September uh, for the finale at Newcastle. I Just with the momentum, David, that the USPKS has this year, you got to think that 2022 is going to be absolutely massive. Now that, that move into the Southwest, they're taking the numbers that they have, this momentum, and saying, hey, guys, we're trying to make this more of a national series and going southwest. Like you said, other side of the Mississippi River, that expands kind of the, kind of the, the, the reach area of the USPKS. Yeah, we've always talked about having multiple series is not an issue. Uh, and if you look at it as an IAMI racer, you put the SCUSA schedule together with the USPKS, and you essentially have one major event a month. That's it. From yep. January until, you know, depending on when Super Nationals is scheduled, uh, either November or even December, if you want to include, you know, like, say, uh, you know, WK, Manu the uh, Daytona Cart Week, um, you know, so you basically have one major event every month. Uh, you know, we, there, there's we still have to kind of plot in the IME Grand, USA Grand National Championship. That was in August, you know, end of July, beginning of August, which is now you know, kind of would be where the summer nationals is. So you're going to have to expect that event is going to be moved to some other month. That's not already filled. So, uh, you're looking at October, October, yep. uh, maybe a may, you know, who knows what, if they want to do it early to kind of get the tickets out there, maybe make that, uh, kind of move for that type of event. Not sure yet. You know, nothing's been confirmed by them, but, uh, you know, so you're looking at either may or October for that. And then you have super nationals either in November and December, and you got a, a full calendar for, uh, for major events and especially for all the, the major teams that follow uh, both programs. Yeah. And to be honest, it's kind of spacing itself out really, really nicely right now. If the IAMI, uh, 
uh, USA Grand National Championships ends up being October, like you said, essentially one big race a month uh, through Winter Series, Pro Tour, USPKS, and then that event right through the, the Super Nationals, really one a month, so 12 major races for Miami racers. So very, very cool to see that roll out. Uh, uh, start of the show, Dave, I talked about the fact that uh, you were going to be heading back to the racetrack soon. It's it's back to a race that you haven't been at for a couple of years with the, the hiatus due to COVID last year. Uh, the Extreme Rock Island Grand Prix, back at it for 2021. And David, they've uh, the focus really is to, to kind of take a different approach to the overall fan experience, uh, racer experience to a certain extent. Uh, you know, their most recent press release say they're ready to turn up the energy. Uh, let's talk a little bit about some live music they got going on. Yeah, that's going to be a, fa- a major factor point in in turning up the energy is that uh, the off-track entertainment that uh, we've always spoke about with the Rock Island Grand Prix in recent years, it quite hasn't been there. I don't know if it's just the fact that uh, businesses there weren't uh, supporting it or that, uh, you know, the, 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 the event itself just wasn't producing the spectatorship that it had in the past. Again, it's hard to tell when you're zooming around there 60 miles an hour exactly how many spectators are there True. if you if you don't ever move from the front stretch or when you're driving so uh uh yeah so they're 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 focused on redoing that because as we know in years past the travoltas were a big hit you had probably anywhere between 500 and 600 people down there for those concerts that was awesome yeah or saturday and sunday night so uh music again this year uh, coming back Saturday, live music is probably going to be the focal point. Uh, Scott Dubois and the 101 Ranch will be at the Billy Bob's Redneck Party Bar. If I recall, that used to be a bar we used to uh, attend frequently back in the early Rock Island days. So uh, we'll uh, we'll see how what that what that uh, that atmosphere is like uh, this year when we when we return back. So excited to see that and. Uh, and other things that they'll have going on. So that I think that's going to be a key aspect is again making it entertainment again off the tra- off the racetrack as the well. The great thing about the Rock Island Grand Prix is it's not just the race itself. A little more relaxed atmosphere for the racing itself. Uh, lots of track time still, but more relaxed atmosphere. Everything that happens afterwards. Everybody, you're, you're going out for dinner. It's the concerts. It's it's it, the whole event. It's all right there. It's almost like a mini supernatural to a certain extent. You stay at the hotel that's right there. Uh, if you can get a room there, obviously, and everything. I just love, I've always loved the atmosphere of Rock Island. Let's let's focus a little bit more, David, on the actual racing itself. Registration still open, folks. This event, of course, happening in Rock Island, Illinois, on the Labor Day weekend. It's the Labor Day Classic, The Rock. Um, uh, make, they, they actually came up with some updated Ignite rules in terms of uh, spec gear and, and tires as well. You want to give us a little more information on that? Yeah, when I say when we say updated, it's uh, updated from what they had published for this year. Yeah. Uh, this is nothing new to the Ignite racers who have been there in the past uh, at the Rock Island Grand Prix shootout for the Ignite racers. Basically, mandating a 19 tooth uh, clutch sprocket, uh, so everybody's on the same there. So you only have to worry about the rear gear uh, changing there, and then tires. They're not going to require you to be on brand new tires uh, when you begin an event. So you can start on on race old tires, two race old, or even five race old tires. It's uh, again, that, that ignite karting uh, format of just everybody's on the same package. Everybody's on the same, very similar tires. New tires are not going to make you uh, three tenths quicker compared to five weekend old tires. Even, even yeah. some people race the older tires because they're better yep. <laughs> or they, yeah, right, they, feel, right. they feel better at least. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, it's, um, again, nothing new for the ignite racers, but another uh, kind of a clarification of, 
hey, we uh, we mistakenly had this wrong in the rule book, but we'll we'll go we'll go back to what we had before. If you have not done the Extreme Rock Island Grand Prix as of yet, it's a bucket list event. Figure it out. Get it done. Get to this race. Registration still open. The Labor Day Classic, uh, definitely one to, to, to cross off the bucket yeah, list the, for sure. I think the, the the King of the Rock races and the 100cc and Briggs are going to be pretty exciting races yeah. because those will be the big money races. Everything else, you're racing for the Rock Trophy. Again, still one of the most coveted trophies in our sport. And as you said, it's a bucket list event. David Cole will be there with EK and Trackside Live, presented by Cooper Tires. Of course, a live coverage on Saturday and Sunday. No Friday practice here, just a Saturday-Sunday program. Uh, so make sure that uh, if you have that weekend off, folks, get to the racetrack or tune into the EKN Radio Network. Time for our first quick break in the action. After we get back, we're going to uh, head actually to the West, give you a three uh, segments of news coming from the West Coast. Stay with us. More to come here on This Week in Karting. In karting, it's important to be supported by the right people. With over 40 years of experience in the sport, Trinity Karting Group has everything you need to make your program successful. We do it all, and we do it right. Trackside support and arrive and drive programs are available in 2021 for the USPKS and the Superkarts USA Pro Tour and Super Nationals with full product sales and service and professional coaching from our experienced staff. Trinity Karting Group is a full-service operation based at the Motorsports Country Club of Cincinnati, which gives us access to our custom-designed driver training facility. This allows us to offer private, one-on-one -on -one coaching to take you to the next level. Trinity Karting Group is also your Midwest home for Tony Kart and IAMI, and we're your source for MG and Avinco tires in the region. Tony Kart quality cannot be beat, so call us today to put you in a new chassis for your next event. From arrive and drive and coaching programs to the parts you need, let Trinity Karting Group provide you with customer service and a racing experience second to none. Trinity Karting Group has a long history in the sport, a winning pedigree, and we're dedicated to driver development. We take pride in our professional approach and our positive attitude. Let us build a custom race program for you. Give us a call at 513-421-4463 or check us out online at trinitycardinggroup.com. Leading Edge Motorsports is the industry answer to winning in karting. At the helm is industry veteran Greg Bell, who has orchestrated the success of many drivers dating back to the mid-1990s. Based in Lodi, California, Leading Edge Motorsports is the Western importer with IP karting that includes the Praga and Formula K chassis brands. Leading Edge Motorsports provides in-depth driver development for those racers in Northern California and across the country. Arrive and Drive services, cart preparation and driver coaching are available under the LEM tent throughout the season. Bell's record of working with drivers includes recent victories at North America's biggest karting events, including the Rock the Rio and the Scusa Super Nationals. Greg Bell's knowledge for building engines spans two decades and is now under the Mega Power branding providing reliable engine service and tuning knowledge. No matter the chassis brand, choose Mega Power to get to the front. Click over to LeadingEdgeMotorsports.com for more and find them on social media to stay connected. At Leading Edge Motorsports, winning never gets old. Hey, take a look at your trophy case. 
do you see a Duffy in there? If you're missing one of the most iconic trophies in American karting, you'll get another chance at one this October when the International Kart Federation Sprint Grand Nationals takes over the Prairie City Kart Track in Northern California. The remodeling of Prairie City under the management of the Durbin family has been a highlight story in NorCal karting, and the Durbin's passion and dedication for the sport will make the track the ideal host for 2021. The 2021 IKF Sprint Grand Nationals will focus on the Briggs 206, KA100, and Mini Swift categories and is set for October the 15th, 16th, and 17th. There will also be an 80cc shifter class at the event and we're expecting big numbers. Bring out your 80 and play. The Durbins are ready to roll out the red carpet at their facility and plans are underway to make this race the best Grand Nationals in years. Registration will open on September 1st, so get that entry confirmed to take your shot at becoming a Duffy winner. For more information, head to www.ikfcarding.com slash ikf-sprint-grandnationals. Welcome back to the 37th edition of This Week in Karting. My name is Rob Howden, joined by David Cole, uh, live here, of course, first on the EKN Radio Network, then we turned it into podcast form. David, one of the events we finally got locked in, people were asking questions about it. When, when were the IKF Sprint Grand Nationals going to be? What was the date? What was the track? Well, finally getting out there, confirmed that the 2021 IKF Sprint Grand Nationals heading to Prairie City Kart Track in Rancho Cordova, California. The Durbin family uh, who took over that track uh, about a, what, two years ago, I think. Uh, they've done tremendous work with that. The date, October 15th, 16th, and 17th. It's a Briggs program. It's KA100. It's Mini Swift. They've added 80cc shifter as well as the ninth class. It's just going to be a good time. And, and you, you know that when you're going to a place that the Durbins have, it's going to be a great event. Yeah, that 80cc shifter category just uh, came into us uh, from Donald Durbin, confirming that was going to be the ninth class. They kind of left that open, getting some feedback from racers. So that's uh, kind of a breaking news in, in this podcast here. Uh, Briggs categories, junior one and junior two, that's your cadet and junior divisions, along with senior masters and grandmasters, which is essentially your super masters division. KA 100 senior and junior will fill out those two categories for that engine package. And as you said, mini swift will kind of round it out with the 80 shifter division. Uh, yeah. So nine opportunities for drivers to, uh, race for the, uh, the historic, uh, IKF Duffy trophy. Uh, in those categories. And that's uh, always one trophy you want to have on the mental. Yeah, we, we talked about uh, before the break, obviously talked about the rock, uh, that that trophy you get from Rock Island, definitely one of the iconic trophies uh, in our sport. Like So over what, over 25 years now for Rock Island. Uh, same goes obviously with the IKF Grand Nationals. This is a historic event that dates back into the 60s. So the, the, the Duffy Trophy, again, one of the most recognizable trophies you can get. The IKF, of course, uh, Grand Nationals, so many major drivers uh, and, and now current pros have had a chance to run in the IKF Grand Nationals. A uh, chance to win that Duffy Trophy. Uh, again, the event, October 15th, 16th, 17th. Online registration, David, opening up on September the 1st. A Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday show. Open practice and move in on Thursday. Official practice and qualifying on Friday. Warm-up, heat one, heat two on Saturday. And warm-up finals and the awards on Sunday. I like the layout. Uh, in years past, those of you who have been new to the sport, this used to be a midweek deal, right? This is what... Cart, this is what Carters did. You took your summer holidays and spent a week at a track midweek, and that's when you had the Grand Nationals, right? That that's the way they used to do it. But again, Thursday to Sunday uh, in our new day. 
approach. Yeah, th- yeah, the IKF Sprint Grand Nationals used to be basically like what the Super Nationals is, but now that we have the Super yeah. Nationals, a lot of these special events have kind of moved away from that full week uh, commitment that uh, that you're asking of competitors. Where this is still, you know, like as you said, it's a great uh, format in terms of uh, scheduling because it doesn't put a lot of pressure on drivers and team and, and competitors to, to be at the racetrack all day long. Uh, so it's spaced out throughout the weekend. So that's good. And again, you know, everything doesn't really start until, until Friday. So again, a three day format, you, everything wraps up on Sunday with the main events and then you have your awards afterwards. So it doesn't make for a grueling long weekend, but, uh, it, it and I love that type of, uh, it, it provides a better atmosphere. I feel, uh, for an event such as this. And, Again, uh, kind of hitting that grassroots with the Briggs and KA100 divisions. Yeah, that's really what the ICAF is focusing on now, those Briggs and KA100 categories, as you said. Should be a, a tremendous weekend at uh, at Prairie City Kart Track. Again, uh, Don Durbin Sr., Don Durbin Jr., they've come into that facility and, and really spruced it up, made it look great, and they're just passionate about the sport. You know, just chatting uh, as we have with Don Durbin Jr. over the last couple of weeks. You know, they're planning uh, a tire changing contest. Uh, I know they're getting they're, they're have plans for a barbecue one of the nights as well. The idea is to have that atmosphere where people are there to have a ton of fun, race for the Duffy. But again, just to kind of rekindle, and they've done this over the last number of years, rekindle that spirit of the Grand Nationals and the Duffy Trophy. Yeah, it's 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 one of those trophies that, again, as you talked about in the past, was really the trophy everybody wanted every year. Yep. Now we have so many different events, series, programs. You know, it's kind of it's kind of been lost, and that's something that IKF is certainly on trying to gear towards again grassroots, make it uh, make it grow from from the bottom up. And if if the drivers at the local level want this trophy, they'll go after it. Exactly that. Uh, staying with the West. Um KPX, the KPX Karting Championship has confirmed the cancellation of their Battle for the West event. Uh, they had decided to adjust the remaining 2021 schedule. The race that uh, the KPX Karting Championship had in August actually has been canceled. Uh, they've moved that event to September 25th and 26th at the Prairie City Kart Track, the one we just talked about, the Durbin's facility. And actually, David, moving their finale up to October 9th and 10th at Prairie City, essentially becoming a warm-up for the IKF Grand Nationals. Yeah, it's it kind of blends in well together. Uh, KPX has been one of the top uh, regional programs in the Northern California region, so it helps to work with them. Uh, you know, they do follow IKF standards uh, in turn tires and and I believe engine structure as well too. So, and a lot of the same classes that are in the KPX program are going to be at the Grand National. So, makes for a good uh, tandem working together. And as you said, their finale. Uh, I believe I want to say this will be their sixth round of the 2021 schedule uh, ends on that October 9th and 10th weekend is going to be a great warm up event for maybe nobody who or a lot of the Southern California drivers, anybody from the Rocky Mountains wanting to get uh, that extra practice in and be able to uh, get geared up for the IKF Grand Nationals. Indeed. Uh, let's talk a, a little bit about Rotax as well. Race Rotax here in the U.S. Uh, J3 competition taking over the Rotax program a couple of years ago, and they've really done a good job focusing on rebuilding the Rotax program on the grassroots level, the club level, uh, to, to get that, you know, that pool of drivers. Rotax was so huge in the U.S. here for many years and then kind of hit that roadblock, a little stumbling, and, and they've come back and pressed the reset button and are building on the regional level. They got a program in the East that wrapped up earlier this year, the Race Rotax Trophy Series East. 
Well, now the Royce Race Rotax Trophy Series West set to kick off actually this coming weekend, David, August 27th to the 29th at the awesome Grand Junction Motor Speedway in Grand Junction, Colorado. All the Rotax categories will be running there, and then they'll head uh, to the Phoenix Cart Racing Association October 1st, 2nd, 3rd in Glendale, Arizona for the second rounds of the Race Rotax Trophy Series West. Engine rentals are available, but David, this is, the again, another one of the regional series. They had the one in the East. Already gave some Rotax Grand Finals tickets for Team USA. They're going to do the same thing this coming uh, weekend and into October as well for the West Coast drivers. Yeah, and a lot of teams and competitors were already in Grand Junction this past weekend, getting uh, a little uh, test and tune in for for nice. this coming weekend. Uh, a lot of young drivers, so there's probably going to be a lot of young minis and micros there. And again, that that structured that simplified class structure micro mini junior senior and masters all just five categories to go through uh the rotax program so and as you said rotax grand final tickets on the line so that's uh again the opportunity to uh to represent your country uh and your 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 family and everybody who's supporting you uh, overseas against all the best in the world in the in the specific category that you're in. No other event like the Rotex Grand Finals. Yeah, we call it the Olympics of karting, right, David? It's just an amazing event for sure. Uh, and again, so that those dates for the Race Rotax Trophy Series West this coming weekend, August 27th, 28th, 29th. And then, of course, the finale the first weekend of October, October 1, 2, 3 at Phoenix Kart Racing Association in Glendale. Engine rentals are available. So if you're not a Rotax guy, but you've got your cart and you want to go racing this weekend, you can get an engine rental from J3 Competition. They'll hook you up and away you go. You go racing. And I think, David, just the one engine, obviously, and one set of tires, I believe, as well, right, for the entire event. I'm not sure when they, if it's qualifying or if it's including practice, because I know some of the events they, uh, they were doing, but I, they were doing practice, but I believe they have enough practice where they're not doing it for that. So yeah, once qualifying begins, you're on that one set of tires throughout the weekend and the the Mojo tires are hearing a lot of great feedback, uh, on the new, uh, new version of those Mojo tires, uh, certainly, uh, keeping, keeping, uh, the, 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 uh, the wear, down so uh, they don't fall off in terms of lap times uh, as the weekend progresses. Yeah, good consistency and reliability. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Uh, and, and indeed, uh, so this, this program obviously continuing to grow. Great to see it. Um, and, and again, w- just watch what Rotax is doing. It's been such a fantastic program. It's a great engine. And of course, J3 Competition doing, a, doing an awesome job getting things dialed right in. Uh, another break of the action here, folks. When we get back, we're going to go back to the East Coast, talk to you about a series uh, happening up in essentially the Northeast to a certain extent. And we've also got some industry news for you as well. More to come on this edition of This Week in Karting. It's the dream of any athlete, making their national team. And in our sport, that's Team USA and the Rotax Grand Finals. It's the Olympics of karting. You too can wear the red, white, and blue at the Rotax Grand Finals in Bahrain this December, and you can earn your ticket by competing in the Race Rotax Trophy Series West. The Trophy Series East has already named five Team USA members, so who's going to take the tickets in the West? Rotax Racing is back in a big way in the U.S., and two iconic venues will host this year's Trophy Series West events. The series kicks off at Grand Junction Motor Speedway in Colorado on August 27th to the 29th, and the finale is set for October 1st, 2nd, and 3rd at the Phoenix Kart Racing Association track in Glendale, Arizona. It's a focused five-category class structure 
and each weekend requires just one engine and one set of tires. For more information on Rotax Racing in the United States or the Race Rotax Trophy Series West, head to www.racerotax.com. You can buy all the latest and greatest products on the market, but when you're karting to win, it boils down to one thing, you, the driver. Gain the knowledge and abilities by investing in yourself at the Allen Rudolph Racing Academy, and you'll find those extra tenths of a second you need to put yourself on the podium. The school was established by Supercarts USA Hall of Fame driver, Allen Rudolph, with decades of victories and championships in multiple forms of the sport, including other disciplines of racing. Allen Rudolph Racing Academy, located at the Speed Sports Racing Park in the metropolitan Houston area, is designed to teach driving skills at all levels. The instructors of the academy have decades of racing experience and educating drivers of all ages. Classes at the academy will teach the concepts and skills needed both behind the wheel and off the track. From the beginning kart racing experience and intro to karting courses, to their advanced one-day and two-day courses and karting clinics, the Allen Rudolph Racing Academy can improve the skills of any driver. For more information on the specific programs that the Allen Rudolph Racing Academy can provide for you, head to speedsports.com and click on the Racing Academy page. Be sure to follow the Academy on social media by searching for Allen Rudolph Racing Academy. Acceleration Kart Racing is your first and only stop on the internet for karts, parts, safety gear you need to get you on the track. Visit shopakr.com for a great selection of karting equipment on a user-friendly website. Acceleration Kart Racing has aligned itself with many of the top manufacturers and distributors of the sport to ensure all the latest equipment is available to you, the racer. With over 20 years in business and customer support available six days a week, you can be confident about getting the right parts at the right price when you need them. Be sure to visit shopakr.com today or stop by their headquarters in Las Vegas. Make sure to follow Acceleration Kart Racing on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for the latest specials and new arrivals. Welcome back to episode 37 of This Week in Karting. My name is Rob Howden, joined by David Cole, providing uh, you with essentially all the news that has hit the homepage of eCardingNews.com over the last couple of weeks. We call it This Week in Karting. It surely ends up being This Month in Karting. We're so busy throughout the season trying to get these uh, shows in. Uh, we, you know, we talked before the break about the Trophy Series West, the Rotax program. We're going to get Justin Stefani from J3 Competition on a face-to-face -face show pretty soon uh, just to talk about that program. We'll talk about how the initial race went at Grand Junction, and then of course how the finale is lining up for Phoenix, and we'll talk about the Trophy Series East as well, look at the drivers that were able to win tickets for Team USA, that's coming up uh, probably in early September, so look for that on our YouTube channel. Uh, David, more news coming out of the Northeast, a lot of racing series, we, we, we talked earlier about all the 2022 stuff, there's a lot of stuff going on still here, like late summer uh, into the fall. So we're not done yet with 2021 news hitting our, our desks about the Spartan mid Atlantic cart series, which is set for a three weekend fall schedule, uh, essentially in, in the state of New York and in Maryland. Yeah, this is kind of a carryover from what is the Rotax Trophy Series East program. 
all three of the same racetracks yeah. that are involved with it. So they kind of have a great core working relationship going on between the three of them. So they're like, well, we've already got this one series done. Why don't we, why don't we keep going uh, into the year with, with another three uh, race program? Uh, this time we're, they're welcoming a lot more because they have that multi-engine platform uh, categories. So not just Rotax. So if you have IAMI, Rock, Rotax, all different types of engines uh, are being allowed in the different uh, categories. Uh, again, you can find more uh, through the uh, the Spartan Mid-Atlantic Kart Series page on the Lafayette Motorspeed, Motorsports Park website. Uh, and that is actually the, uh, the, that was the site of the opening round, which just took place August 13th through the 15th, but they'll move to the Oakland Valley Raceway Park in Cuddybackville, Nor- New-, <laughs> New York uh, on <laughs> September 11th through the 13th, and then close things out October 22nd through the 24th at the United Karting Facility in Hanover, Maryland. Yeah, Dave, you know what's cool? It's to see three tracks like these, you know, the track owners working together like they have. Part of the Trophy Series East and the Rotax program, as you mentioned earlier. But having, having Lafayette, uh, Oakland Valley Raceway Park, United Karting, all three of those uh, guys working together, those team uh, track owners, that's always a positive thing. Anytime tracks work together, you know it's going to be good for the sport. So uh, kudos to all three of those owners to have those races put put on. You got the, the kind of had the spring series, kind of, kind of the fall series. I like the way they're lining things up at these three facilities. Yeah, we had Tim Hannon on a couple of times in our in some of our face-to-face, and I want to say we had uh, somebody from United Carding. I don't know why I can't think of his name right now. Uh, but yeah, they you know they're they're not here for political crap. <laughs> they're just here to provide the best karting experience anybody can get. That's it. And, yep. and why not work together to provide that? And, and so it's a, it's a great little, uh, great relationship. All three racetracks have going on. And, and certainly I want to see this happen more and more throughout our sport. So there it is, folks. Two more races still to go in the Spartan Mid-Atlantic Kart Series, their three-weekend program. David mentioned already got things underway at Lafayette Motorsports Park on August 13th to 15th, uh, middle of September, September 11th to the 13th at Oakland Valley Raceway Park, and October 22nd to 24th, the United Karting in Hanover, Maryland, the multi-engine program on MG Tires. Take a look at them on the Lafayette Motorsports Park Facebook page. Uh, industry news, David, hitting our, our uh, desks as well. Uh, last couple of years, we've seen uh, some pretty good success out of the Croc Promotion brand here in the U.S., uh, but they, uh, they're they actually still here. They kind of went away a little bit, Croc Promotion USA, uh, kind of faded back a bit, but a new importer. It's HMA Export Import Inc. Ivan Bodnar, and I've known Ivan's for many years. If you've been in the sport for 20 plus, uh, he he was the MS cart uh, importer and distributor back in the late 90s and early 2000s. But he has stepped back up. His uh, his son is racing now as well. And getting back into the industry, he knows this this industry has been, been in it for many years. He has picked up the importership of the Croc Promotion chassis, which I think should be interesting. Yeah, as you said, it had has had a lot of success here in the yeah. United States uh, shifter programs, and it built up uh, a great tag 100 cc frame, and and a lot of the material that and and frames that are produced are kind of geared towards the different tires and compounds that we do run here in the United States. So it's it's worked really well, especially their their M6 MC06 chassis for uh, four cycle racing been geared towards the Briggs and Stratton, uh, you know, wave that we've seen here in the United States. And, and so they've, they've actually developed a chassis around the, around that engine to work here 
And, uh, and again, just success across the board with, with this chassis brand. Yeah, we've seen a lot of race wins and championships on the Supercars USA Pro Tour, that kind of a thing. Uh, they have their MC01KZ chassis, the MC01OK chassis, the MC04 Cadet chassis, and the MC06 four-cycle machine, as David had talked about. Uh, Bodnar already getting things rolling with Croc Promotion, dealers in California, Oregon, and Indiana already. So working on developing that uh, that dealer network for that Croc Promotion chassis. You can look them up online as well. Final break in this edition of This Week in Karting. When we come back, David and I will just give you a synopsis of everything we've had coming out uh, all through all the EKN platforms, whether it's uh, the, the website, uh, YouTube, podcast, you name it, EKN Radio Network. We'll give you an update on, on what you can check out if you have not yet looked online. Uh, stay with us, folks. We'll wrap up this edition of This Week in Karting after this quick break. After a one-year hiatus due to the pandemic... It's back. The world's largest karting street race, the Extreme Rock Island Grand Prix, is back and ready to light up the streets over the Labor Day weekend. The Rock Island Grand Prix is a must-attend bucket list race for all karters, and we hope to see you in September. The race is the biggest party of the summer in Rock Island, Illinois, and the festival weekend features a variety of racing classes, including those for the Briggs & Stratton 206, Margay Ignite, 100cc two-cycle, vintage carts, and shifter carts. The king of the streets for shifters and the new king of the rock races for the Briggs 206 and 100cc classes will each pay a thousand to win and will pay back five spots. It's two days of racing through the downtown streets of Rock Island, featuring drivers from all over the country from coast to coast, all competing in front of thousands of spectators. The 26th running of the Extreme Rock Island Grand Prix is an event that you want to put on your racing calendar. Registration is now open, and to learn more, head to racerockisland.info. It all started in 1994, when former successful kart driver Albino Perlin decided to move his passion for karting from the track to his small workshop. That's when Perlin was born. Fast forward 20 years and Perlin's passion for the sport led to the company rejoining international competitions as a factory team in WSK and CIK FIA races with the aim of enhancing the research and development process, immediately achieving notable results around Europe, North America and Asia, becoming the CIK FIA Asia Pacific KZ champion in the same year. Perlin USA is North America's source for Perlin products we run a factory team at all of the major Supercarts USA and Rock Cup USA events. The Parallel chassis lineup for 2021 includes the Invader Shifter, the Le Mans Tag Single Speed Chassis for Junior and Senior Classes, and the 28mm Mini Cart for the Cadet Classes. Parallel has been winning races all over the world, and it's on top of the podium in the USA as well, with drivers like Kai Sorensen, Mateus Arjuela, and Alessandro De Tullio. Get on the chassis that's winning. Drive a Perlin. For more information, head to PerlinUSA.com. In racing, experience is priceless. Franklin Motorsports is a leader in the karting industry with over 50 years of combined karting experience and we can provide you with everything you need to go racing. With a large online product selection, select track support events, and a wide variety of shop services, Franklin Motorsports is your complete karting source. 
Check out our online store at www.franklincart.com where all our products are just a mouse click away. We're constantly adding to the growing product selection on the online store and we ship daily to ensure products get to you quickly. We specialize in IAMI engines, tilt seats, ceramic products, driveline branded products, Briggs & Stratton engines, OTK products, and of course, the championship winning Merlin chassis. In our online store, you'll find a variety of items to fill your karting needs. Franklin Motorsports is also known for our wide variety of services and is home to innovative engine works by FMS, our in-house engine service department. Frame straightening, cart prep, and dyno testing are all services offered regularly at Franklin Motorsports. For all things karting, visit franklincart.com. Welcome back to another edition of This Weekend Carding here on the EKN Radio Network. Rob Howden alongside David Cole. And David, uh, lots of e original EKN editorial going out throughout the last uh, month and a half, of course. Uh, first and foremost, of course, our race coverage of the 2021 Scusa Pro Tour Summer Nationals. It was fantastic to be at Newcastle. Uh, even more fantastic because Neil Strickland was able to hook us up with some level of air conditioning <laughs> in the sweatshop over the, uh, over the scales at Newcastle. It was actually a pretty enjoyable weekend for us. Yeah, it made for a comfortable weekend for us, so we weren't uh, dreading being up there in the mm -hmm. in the scale building attic. I guess Sauna. you could call it. It's not really a second level; it's more of an attic. Uh, and uh, yeah, thank you to Mike Adams again for getting us the uh, the proper equipment to uh, to stream from there and uh, and get it get our your race call over the PA. And, and again, thank you to Neil for getting us the air conditioner. I don't, you know. A lot of these schools up here in Michigan don't have air conditioning. They just need to put one of these in every room until, you know, the, the beginning of or the middle part of September to keep these kids cool uh, in good. the 90 degree weather. Because, yeah, it, it all you got to do is vent out that uh, that that heat that comes out of it and it works well. Yeah, uh, you know, he keeps that enclosed area that we were in uh, underneath the Scusa tent inside. Um, kept us uh, nice and cool and comfortable to, uh, to well, be able to provide the uh, the coverage all weekend long. Yeah, of course, the daily race reports. David was doing the updates on uh, on Facebook and Twitter. We had a lot of stuff on Instagram and, of course, our live coverage throughout the weekend. We'll go into a list of all the stuff that David's been knocking out, but we did get an, another article, David. Uh, Begin Again, the traffic jam for Richard Seiler. Yeah, the Begin Again series with uh, Richard Seiler uh, providing kind of his feedback and uh, viewpoint of getting back into the sport and getting back to racing after some 30 to 40 years away and uh, enjoying his time kart racing, learning as he goes along and, and again, helping to just rekindle that that fun and, and excitement that is kart racing and you know, through his North Texas Carters program, the, the club that they have there. Obviously, it's a, a, a historic club and, and facility, but shifter cart racing has kind of died down in Texas. And he's he's certainly one of those that is uh, striving for it to return and Indeed be is, yeah. uh, one of the catalysts in, in that. And so, again, we, we have a number of shifter cart drivers from the state of Texas. You look at Jake French, Jordan Musser, Ryan Kinnear, many others before them as well in the in the old pro moto tour days and yep. so karting you know shifter kart racing in, in texas was certainly um 
the the cat's meow, as they say. <laughs> <laughs> I would say this: if you're looking to rekindle just the love of, of the sport and the fun part of the sport, read all of the of Richard's Begin Again series. This the recent the newest one is awesome, kind of a grassroots pu- push to get guys back to the racetrack. It's they're, they're a, a really good read from someone who's getting back into the sport and really enjoying it. Because David, you and I all the time push how much fun karting is. Get the you know get the focus back on the fun. The competition's always there. We're all racers. We're we're competitors. We want to win. We want to do well. But the bottom line is the sport of karting, especially at the grassroots level, just about getting out and having a great time and being a racer, not just a fan. So, again, if you haven't read them yet, have a look at the newest one, The Traffic Jam by Richard Seiler, the Begin Again series. Really cool editorial on EKN. And, now, David, David. And it, oh, oh, okay, you, you go. I was going to say, and if you're listening and you think like your region or your club area has a similar story or you know somebody who would be interested have them write something and send it in to us. You know, that yeah, we're, good idea. we're always open to hearing other people's voices, not just our own. We're tired of hearing and reading <laughs> our own stuff over and over again. We love That's to true. see, we love to hear and see what other people feel and think about our sport and and how we can make it better and or how we can grow. And that's that's really what it boils down to. That's that's why there is an ecardingnews.com. Yeah, and there you go, folks. An open uh, invitation to submit content. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, if you think you'd like to start a column yourself, let us know. Because David's busy, <laughs> as, as I'm going to tell you right now, <laughs> with what he's been doing here. Uh, David, an interesting thing for you. You've decided to come out. You, you pitched the idea to me, and I'm like, yeah, let's go for it. The 2021 Karting All-Star Team, essentially a mid-season deal. Uh, pretty cool to be able to put some focus on some of the drivers who have done really well over the mid-season of, the, of this, uh, this schedule. I was watching, uh, you know, Sports Center or you know, just sports stuff, and while you're talking, well, yeah, of course, yeah, you multitask, Rob. It's multitasking, (laughs) and I actually listen to a lot of talk radio, and it's mostly sports. And you know, they had the M, the Major League Baseball All Star program, or you know, a couple days going on. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. man, yeah. We should come up with, you know, we have our driver rankings and that that's good and all because it covers tag and it covers shifter cards. But I was looking at who to this point right now has kind of been really good this season or who's just, you know, we haven't, you know, obviously there's drivers that we, we kind of pinpoint throughout, you know, each race weekend. But if we were to like, say, put together an Olympic or even Olympics, you know, put a karting Olympic team together with senior, junior, master, and cadet drivers. Who would be the three drivers we would pick to go? And that that's kind of how I, I formulated my my list that I made up. Yeah, so if you haven't looked at that, uh, go on to the, the homepage. It's the 2021 EK and Karting All-Star Team that David put together for the midseason. A really good read. Uh, speaking of the driver rankings, uh, David updating those rankings as well for both the tag and the shifter cart categories as of August the 2nd, 2021. David, I'm really looking forward to the next one because obviously when it comes to tag and shifter cart racing, Scusa Pro Tour, one of the biggest programs. And in the in the, the program is that whole summer festival. All six races last year, the Pro Tour running over those 12 days in Newcastle. Well, those six races, now that we've got this Newcastle, are going to be gone. So if you had success at Newcastle over those six six races, you know, you had you were on a roll at that track. Uh you obviously helped your rankings. Those are gone. We're back to more traditional ranking. So I got to think you're going to see a bit of a shakeup, but you do the calculations for Q3. Yeah, I think I'm going to save it for possibly the first week of October. 
uh, kind of give that two month spread out that we've like kind it. of been following. Yep. Uh, and again, hit it right before we get to the USPKS finale. So it kind of puts a little more emphasis on those trying to either get into the top 10 or be among the top three. Nice. Because uh, th- those drivers will certainly be at the USPKS event. And then it'll help gear us up towards the uh, the Super Nationals that, or the, the Rock Vegas and Super Nationals that'll be in November and December. Uh, a couple more race reports coming as well, although we weren't able to be trackside. David putting together race reports for the IAMI USA Grand National Championship. A lot of great excitement uh, around that event. A much different approach. People really, really enjoyed it. And I think it'll be even bigger in 2022. And last but not least, a race report for the Midsummer Mashup from the Texas Sprint Racing Series. They really have uh, developed a, a fantastic regional program, David, for Texas Sprint Racing. And uh, everybody's stepping up, coming out to that event. Uh, which I think is great. We got lots of great clubs in Texas, but to have that strong regional series so crucial. Yeah, and they'll be wrapping up. We just I just talked about Amarillo. They'll be wrapping up uh, their 2021 season at Amarillo uh, pretty soon. I'm not quite sure which weekend it was. I think I think it was in September. I'm trying to fun racetrack. I'm gonna tell you this pull right now. It up. Uh, Amarillo. It's a it's a scaled down version of the Istanbul Formula One track in Turkey. I had a chance to race there with Alan Rudolph on a Burrell uh, when we had the Texas Pro Kart Challenge, and man, I enjoyed it. It's there's not much there, right? There's a track and one major building, uh, but lots of room for paddock, as you said. Challenging racetrack. I had a ton of fun. It was uh, it was it was great. Yeah, Loved September eighteenth through the nineteenth will be the finale. For Texas Sprint Racing Series. So if you've never been to Amarillo, think about that, folks. That's a really, it's a it's a cool place. It's out in the middle of nowhere, obviously. It's Amarillo, Texas. Uh, I actually well, the, stayed- the track is out in the middle of nowhere. Yes. Amarillo is actually a city. It's not a, a, a blinking red light. No, no, it's, it's, no, it's 100%. It's, you, know, you got to go to the big Texan for yep. a steak. Uh, I found a badass pizza place in, down there as well. I think it was called 575 Pizza, Pizzeria. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. I'll I'll hit that anytime I go to Amarillo for sure. Uh, But yeah, think about that, folks. Uh, Let's look at our podcast, David. We've been kicking a bunch of podcasts out since our last show. Again, any of the podcasts, the shows we do here, always beginning first on the ECAN Radio Network. Then we turn it into a podcast and really available at all the the podcast outlets, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Podbean, iHeartRadio. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast please give us a review on it as well. Obviously pushes, pushes us out further. Uh, but David banging out a bunch of podcasts this week in carding the last episode from July 19th. Uh, we had our outlap and debrief our preview and our race report podcasts for the Scusa pro tour summer nationals. We did a face to face, uh, with the winners, the, the, the big winners at the IAMI USA grand national championships. And we did our 43rd face to face, uh, talking to Roger Ruthart and Joe Janowski about the upcoming 2021 rock Island grand prix, really having fun with our podcast. And it's been a great, it's been fun this year doing the face to face actually on the YouTube channel, which I think has been great. Something new that we started kind of during COVID. Yeah. Again, it's, it's something we've been able to continue since we began it with the COVID, you know, obviously we were forced into our basements and our bedrooms and our living rooms. So um, yeah, it's been, it's been an easier way to, uh, to kind of expand the coverage that we, that we do trackside or just the coverage that we provide weekly uh, on the website in terms of industry news and, and updates and, and series information or event information. So it gives us that extra opportunity to get, to dive in a little bit more in depth into, uh, into, into those topics. 
Uh, on the ECAN Radio Network coming up uh, this week, folks, again, our ECAN Radio Network, the only 24-hour, seven-day-a-week radio station for karting in the world. All of our podcasts coming up there, all of our shows, uh, everything. The first content we get, we put it out on the ECAN Radio Network first. If you haven't downloaded the, the app, go do that on iTunes and Google Play, 24-7 karting content. Obviously, we're going to get this this episode of This Week in Karting on throughout the week. But with Rock Allen coming up, David, I love the fact that you, you also, because David, of course, manages the radio network as well. He do, does everything everything for us uh playing a lot of the rock island grand prix ekn live coverage events from the past so really kind of cool to if you flick on there getting to listen to some of the older rock island grand prix we've been going there a lot and streaming streaming live coverage for many many years uh 2011 i want to say is the oldest that we have uh available on the radio so uh yeah it's you know over 10 years that we've been doing it. Uh, I don't have every single year. I think we missed out on one year because we were too busy racing and, <laughs> and we had some issues with the rec- recording. Uh, but other than that, yeah, we're going to try and play as many as we can over the next days leading into uh, the Labor Day weekend event uh, to kind of get people that fix and that feel of what exactly is Rock Island Grand Prix. David, I think we've been doing this for so long. I first announced that race in 1998, I believe, 80, 80, 98 or 99. I, I announced the shifter card categories. But you think of, you think back about when we first started doing our live coverage, uh, and like we we were the, the the live stream was different. We didn't have the it was it's so easy to record stuff now, right? Everything gets recorded as soon as it's done. Back then, we even when we were doing our happy hour podcast, it was so different. We were recording onto you know onto our own our own laptops. It wasn't live. Man, things have come a long way in ten years. That's for sure. Yeah, 2010, I want to say, is the first time we were live looking at uh, my old folders that I have in here. That's amazing. Uh, but the recordings we have, uh, the first ones were 2011. So, yeah, it's uh, it's been a long road. Like you said, we did, what, live stream for a long time. So it was actually video, but mostly re- audio that we were streaming. We didn't do any video. We just had kind of graphics up there to kind yep. of tell you what was actually what you were actually listening to. Uh, and then, yeah, we've moved into this Mixler thing and it's kind of been a lot easier and less chaotic than the uh, previous <laughs> versions were. And uh, yeah, as you said, it's gotten easier and easier to where we're able to produce live stuff now. Probably, you know, we'll talk about it a little bit later, but uh, we'll be doing some more live videos uh, throughout the weekend while we're at Rock Island. Yeah, lots of great stuff coming, folks. Uh, again, let's 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 wrap up the show with exactly that. What's coming up on EKN? Uh, a couple EKN trackside live shows. Again, big thank you to Cooper Tires. Again, our partner for many many years now on our EKN live program. Labor Day weekend, September fourth and fifth. David will be at the Rock Island Grand Prix in Rock Island, Illinois. And then David, you'll uh, kind of be at home for a bit, October fifteenth to the seventeenth. Capping off this year's United States Pro Kart Series at GoPro Motorplex in Mooresville, North Carolina. Uh, Mooresville always doing a good job. The, the GoPro facility drawing local drivers. They'll come out and play as well. I got to expect this event is going to be massive as well. You know, obviously the finale for the series, all the championships up for grabs, lots of money. And uh, again, Mark Coates and the crew do a great job with their banquet as well. Lots of prizes uh, going out to everybody there. That should be a, a, a fantastic race in mid-October. Championships are going to be the the key aspect of that weekend, and who's in who's in the hunt, who's not, and uh, who who's going to be able to leave uh, with the with the prizes and the titles that weekend. And then, yeah, Rock Island Grand Prix not racing this year, so uh, again, I'll be able to provide a lot more coverage. Going to do some more videos. Again, we're just going to talk to people, 
have a good time. And you know, that's, that's a great thing about rock Island. It's, it's that one off type atmosphere where yeah. we can have a good time with it. There's no focus on championships. So guys are just there focused on racing, but still to have a good time. And so we're going to do, you know, I'm going to try and do some, some live videos here and there and some edited videos as well. Some onboard videos, just a lot of other different things that we're going to do throughout the weekend. In, in well, addition to the, uh, the live broadcasts, both uh, Saturday for the heat races and Sunday for the main events. That's exactly it. Uh, stay tuned to all the EK and social media. You'll be able to see when we're going to go live. Uh, obviously, just follow eCardings on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Great way to see what we have going on. We, we're pretty heavily into the social media side, so keeping you connected with karting on social media. Folks, uh, we're wrapped up for this edition of the EKN This Week in Karting. Thank you so much for tuning into the EKN Radio Network. We certainly appreciate it. Big thank you to all our partners as well. And of course, Briggs & Stratton, the presenter sponsor of this edition of the show on behalf of david cole folks we are done my name's rob howden bye for now